took love, cast out all fear. But that's the monkey on my back I've had for 25 years. That's my motivation, my navigation through a storm. When them billows keep on rolling and my sails have been torn. I ain't trying to take a risk, man. I'm just trying to stay alive. It's a scary world out there, so I'd rather stay inside. My mind, my thoughts, my pride, I'm trapped. They hold me tight. I'm lost inside the lies and lonely nights. I got to rest upon your promise that I'm never alone. But my legs are getting weak, so will you carry me home? Running too long, and now I'm crawling back to your throne. I guess I'm tired of living life on my own, but your love. Hey, what's going on, ladies and gentlemen? This is your host, Zodi Zach of the Average Fells Podcast, coming to you live all the way from Riverside, California, on another Monday. Man, it's good to be alive. Episode 0000, what am I talking about? 013. <laughs> episode 013. Uh, I got a, go- a, a really cool episode today. Uh, the guest I have on is a, obviously somebody I, who I think is just super cool and I, i'm just fortunate to know this person uh to have been from the same community uh when we were younger so it's just uh just good to have him on the show and catch up and uh, relive some of those days ask some questions and you know it's just it's good to see your friends develop i don't know if, you, if that makes any sense to you but like uh it's just good this is gonna i'm i'm excited for this episode um that intro there that you heard that's not my music that's not my music that's actually my guest music uh today on the show i just want to get into it i don't want to do any of the the this week i don't think i even do them anymore i don't even know but <laughs> um but this week i want to bring on a a, a friend of mine and a, an artist who i respect as an artist i think his work speaks for itself as you heard in the intro um you know that's that's what it was it was art you know and i really appreciate that and i'm i respect it so i want to bring on my friend uh George Lovato, what's going on, my guy? AKA Jay Levity. AKA Jay Levity. Hey. Good to hear from you, Zach. Um, thank you for all the compliments. I wanna first let me let me just uh hype you up first. Um, Zach, you've always been a, a visionary from as long as I can remember you. I remember you like editing my music videos. Oh man, thanks. <laughs> back, man. <laughs> back in your church garage and stuff like that. So I'm glad to see you're doing this podcast. I believe in you, bro. Keep doing it. I enjoy thanks, it. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. I enjoy it. Yeah. Oh, my man. pleasure. Man, awesome, man. So uh man, what's it like for, you know, a boy from Los Banos to be out in Seattle, man? I mean, I've heard mm. this story. I've heard this story. I mean, I've heard this story, and uh, but it's it's different this time because I actually know you. Because I actually, you know, I'm saying like we broke bread, kind of know you. You know, what I'm saying like you know, yeah. So it's it's just a little bit different experience, and I'm excited to like hear your your experience. What's it like mm-hmm. being a boy from Los Banos in the big city? Yeah, um, I, I like it a lot. Uh, I'm obviously living here. I'm still here. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of. Uh, Definitely a lot of differences um, between Los Banos and and Seattle, just as far as, like, the culture goes, obviously. Obviously. And, and, uh, yeah, I think being here, um, it kind of opened my eyes to a lot of things, just um, in the world in general. Uh, Because before moving here, I didn't get out much. Like, I honestly thought I was going to stay in California, not not necessarily Los Banos. But I thought I was going to stay in California my whole life. So, I don't know, moving here and seeing the city, it was a little bit of a culture shock at first. But, you know, I've been growing and I've been been enjoying my time so far. And I'm I'm not in Seattle. I'm in a, a suburb of Seattle called Renton. I don't know if it's a suburb, but 
it's yeah. a it's a city kind of like 15 minutes away from Seattle. It's basically Seattle. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm enjoying living here. I'm kind of new to this area, but I I like the community um, for sure that I'm in. So yeah, it's been good. Yeah, man, that's awesome. I, I so, um, you know, I, I think this interview to me, this interview is going to be something cool because it's like, I, I think I know George Lovato. You know, I know yeah. George Lovato. I know, I know the Lovato family. You know, mm. siblings and all. My question, I guess, today um, is, who is Jay Levity? Got you. Um, Jay Levity is. Uh, it's still me. I try to be like George Lovato as much as I can through my music. But the one thing that, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The one thing that's distinctive to Jay Levity and not to George Lovato is with my music, it's definitely allowed me to like express myself in ways that I normally wouldn't. Um, it allows me to be a little more vulnerable. It allows me to get stuff off my chest. And I don't know, that's just something that I don't do as a person in my day-to-day life. Like, sometimes I'm not even vulnerable with myself. Like, I won't write down at the end of the day, like, you know, what's making me mad, what made me sad, what made me frustrated, what's on my mind. So music is a great outlet for that. So that's what uh, that's what Jay Levity's helping me with. Oh, man. I tell, And I respect that because I feel like the podcast is like that for me. It's just like a, it's a way to get that out. I don't know, just right. get that out. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, no, I I mean like I respect that and I appreciate that and you know speaking of vulnerab- vulnerability, um, actually, your one of your projects that you put on um, on SoundCloud uh, is actually titled "Vulnerable." Is that right? Yep. Uh, can you can you um, maybe just give me a little bit of a. Uh, uh, a history about your SoundCloud repertoire, like what you have on SoundCloud as far as your library. Um, give me a breakdown yeah. of like time and how that how that how that came into fruition. Because like, I, I mean, I think we we did some YouTube videos together maybe five years ago. I think I want I can't I can't really put a date on it, but it feels like five years ago. It feels like four or five years ago. Maybe even six, yeah, it feels, I don't know. <laughs> it feels like a long time. It feels ago. like a long time ago. So like, yeah. you know, like um. So can you give me like a uh, I guess yeah, maybe a time frame when that came into fruition because it kind of shows like a, a growing period between the projects and stuff. And I just want to you know get your pick your brain on that. Yeah, got it. Um, so I started kind of taking music a little more seriously. What year are we in? Twenty twenty. Yeah, twenty twenty. Yeah. I'd probably say like a little more seriously than I usually would. Uh, back in like twenty sixteen. Um, before that, I was. Uh, still playing as much as I could. And I'd actually go down to Pike Place in Seattle uh, as a busker, as a street performer, and play there. Um, But then I said I wanted to be like a recording artist. So I worked at this middle school, and I asked this kid, like, what do you think? Should I do, like, hip-hop? Because I was was wondering if I should have done hip-hop or, like, you know, just play guitar and sing and do that type of songwriting. Right. Um, and I just asked this kid like one day and I don't know why I made my life decision off this, but I said, what do you think hip hop or just guitar and singing? And he's like, no, just do hip hop. I was like, all right, (laughs) it's a wrap. (laughs) (laughs) So then after that I started writing and I, uh, I made my first project and that project is called lifted. Um, it's just a quick four, not even three songs in one like intro type thing. Um, 
And yeah, that was kind of just like, I don't know, I feel like in Lifted, I didn't really express myself that much in that project. Um, it was kind of just getting a feel for writing over beats and right. finding finding my sound and whatnot. And then uh, the next year, I released, or I started working on Vulnerable and released Vulnerable. And that was a little more, um, I don't know, in Vulnerable, I got a lot more like off my chest. Right. Um, than in the first project that I did, so. Well, I, I I think for me, what I what I noticed between the two, what I what I enjoyed between the tension between the two, is you see. Oh, you heard up, both now. Oh man, come on! I, li- I listen to it back and forth, man. I listen to it back and forth. Pre- come on, man. Appreciate um, it. Appreciate so it. So, you know, I think for me, when I listen to Lifted, it feels it feels like a freshman attempt. You know, it's not that's not bad. It just that's where you yeah. were. That's where you were. Yeah. You know, you're you're filling out like what's comfortable. How do I fill mm-hmm. this space? You know, you're you're learning you're learning the tension between the beats and like you, I could, you can see, I don't know. I feel it that way. And then yeah. I, th- I feel like invulnerable is just like you, you found a spot and then now it was just like a little bit more, just, just a next level of creativity was just, you know, I guess like it was the sprinkles on top on that next project where you could, I could see the growth between the two. And that's why this is exciting for me because it's, yeah. it's not like I'm just, I'm not just saying this to, you know, blow hot air, you know, your way. Yeah. I, <laughs> I appreciate to, it. I ain't trying to like, you know, like make you, your head blow up, but I, I see the potential and like, and the mm-hmm. development through the two projects. And so it's, for me, it's exciting to see what's next, you know? Yeah. Um, that's what I'm, that's what I'm invested in you know, when it comes to listening to your music. I want to see what's next, man. I want to hear yeah. what's next. Cause it just, it, you can tell that you're serious about it and you're growing, you're learning, you're mm-hmm. developing in it. And to me, that's impressive. Yeah, I appreciate that. I appreciate that a lot because typically I, I'll release music and I'll listen to it for like, I'll be on it for the first few months after I release it. I'm like, oh man, I just released a, a project. I'm proud of myself. Yeah. And then after three months, I'm like, wow, this is trash. I got to make something else. So anytime someone tells me that they like my like previous projects, I'm like, oh, thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, like you can. <laughs> I love that. I don't, I'm, I'm not trying to like, I'm not trying to co- compare you to Kanye West, but like you can tell the difference between, <laughs> yeah, you, know, I gotta, you can tell the difference between, between his records. You, mm-hmm. So I'm just saying like, for me, it's, it's interesting to see that development come through, you know, show on your project. And that, and I really appreciate that. Um, yeah. so moving on, moving on with some more of these, uh, more of these questions. Um, so what is, what is, what is the, your earliest memory of your love for music? <laughs> for my love for music yeah um i have a funny story for this for this question actually um as far as my earliest memory goes when i was probably like 11 years old i think 11 um i had uh i had like lived in gustine uh for a little bit gustine california um and i just remember moving there and like i didn't have any friends i didn't know you know I didn't know anybody. I was just living at my grandpa's house with my mom. Yeah. And over Christmas time, my auntie, she had bought me a CD player. Mind you, I like iPods and stuff were already out at this time, yeah. but I got a CD player for Christmas <laughs> and I was stoked. I like, I was shocked that she got me a CD player. Like I almost cried tears of joy. So I got a CD player and I had Biggie Smalls ready to die. Oh my God. And, uh, <laughs> some 41, what was the album with fat lip and into deep and all those songs? Oh man. I can't, um, remember. I can't remember the album name, but I had those two like CDs 
So every day I would ride my scooter to a park around the corner from my house, blasting those uh, those albums in my in my headphones, my trusty CD player, <laughs> and I'd go to the park and hope to find a friend. And uh, I never found a friend in Gustine, but I still enjoyed my time listening to music, um, listening to those two albums when I was like 11 years old. It, it was peaceful. I don't know. But yeah, other than that, I mean, music just kind of ran in my family, you know. My brother was yeah. musically inclined. My sister, I had some aunts and uncles. My sister has a beautiful voice. Um, shout out, Vanessa Lovato. And she's yeah. doing some awesome things uh, for the community over there in Los Banos right now. So yeah, man, yeah. I'm proud excited. of, I'm proud excited of her that, yeah. and everything she's doing. Definitely, man. Uh, I know. I feel I feel you, though, because like my sister, same thing, too. She's got a good voice. And so, like, you know, mm-hmm. you grow up and you're like in the shadow of big sister. <laughs> <laughs> her, yeah. They're just better, you know. Um, yeah. So, like, yeah, no, I, I um, I'm excited to. Uh, yeah, exactly. For uh, the things that's happened in Los Banos, too, with, uh, with your sister's um, studio. Uh, mm-hmm. that's awesome. I'm excited. Um, hopefully we get to highlight, highlight some of those things on the podcast. I know I did, I, I did get a guest, um, booking, uh, Pat, Pat's going to be on the, on the, uh, on the podcast. And then hopefully we'll follow that up with Vanessa. Hopefully get them to shout out Dreamcatcher studios and all those, all those good things. That'd be awesome. Yeah, that'd um, be cool. so what, what song or artist, uh, was, was most influential to you? Um, maybe maybe as, genres, who knows? You know, yeah, but, yeah. As far as just like hip hop goes, uh, I I would say Chance the Rapper and his album Coloring Book. Um, I wasn't really like in love with hip hop as a genre uh, before that album came out, and again, like it's one of those things where I had my my Spotify and I I would play that album and like walk to work, um, and I probably listened to it on repeat for a good three or four weeks. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I just really liked his sound in that album. Um, it was just, I don't know. It was just like raw expression. It's a, it's a great album. Um, so that's like, as far as hip hop goes, that was probably, he's probably one of the most influential artists to me. Um, but growing up, I don't know. I just have to play my, I, I would have to pay my influence to, the people that I grew up around with, like my friends, obviously you remember like Los Banos, yeah. Hot Dog Heaven, the, the rock obviously. shows and all that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was a rocker fool back then. But yeah, I mean, oh man, it's funny. Uh, people like you, you know, you, you've kind of uh, inspired my creativity. My friend Marco Martin, you yeah, know, my Marcus. sister and my family. I have a guy named Michelangelo that's out uh, working for the, for the earthquakes right now, the San Jose Earthquakes. I used to make music with him, so yeah. A lot of people that I grew up with, like they they actually inspired me more than more than they know. So yeah, to all my peeps, I love y'all. Oh man, to all y'all. Shout out Main Street Panic. There you go, Main Street. (laughs) 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 Oh my gosh, who was in that? Uh, Was uh, uh, gosh, man, I can't remember their names, but I remember Cody. Cody, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh, man, um, and his brother Colton, and then myself, Marco, and yeah, Main Street Panic, that's Garage Band. <laughs> <laughs> you got to be in a Garage Band in life, I think. If you're not in a Garage Band, did you really live? Did you and really even, live? Yeah. If you're not musically inclined, like hold a sign. My brother had a band, and I 
I wasn't in it, but I used to hold a sign. Hey, dude, no, I have a friend. I have a friend of mine who played a shopping cart legitimately. Mm-hmm. Would he put a bunch of stuff in like a Walmart shopping cart and would just bang on it with a bat? And that was his. That's he was in a band called like Tree Hits Back or something. <laughs> the friend Javier, he was just smacking a shopping cart with a bat. That was his job. I'm down. Hey, well, so here's the thing. Here's a thought. I don't know about you, but for me, growing up in like or coming like living in my like my teenage years 12 to you know grown up through high school in Los Banos there's a bit of a DIY spirit for the community it's like we're gonna entertain ourselves almost um Mm. as like kids I think it was like a a weird it was like this weird I don't know what it was but it was just a cool thing that the community had created for itself because there was nothing there for kids except for to create (laughs) music right there was just you either skate or you made music or you tried to, you know, or you join a gang or you join a gang or you smoke a bunch of pot. That was pretty <laughs> much all, all you did or all three. <laughs> exactly. Um, so yeah, it was, I think it was, a, it was a really interesting thing. I don't I'm not sure if a lot of other communities shared that experience because ours mm-hmm. was pretty, ours was pretty cool. Our, well, yeah. mine was, you know? <laughs> um, so yeah, I want to get into, uh, to, uh, vulnerable. What, as a project, what was what is vulnerable supposed to represent? What is vulnerable? Yeah. Um, as a project, again, that was just me like getting a, a lot of stuff off my chest. Like you said, for lifted, like that first project was. It sounded like a. Uh, you said a freshman. What'd you say? It was a like freshman. A fr- uh, fr- it's like a, a freshman. It's like a freshman like att- attempt or try. Like it's like it's. Yeah. You know, it's not that it's, I'm not saying, I'm not trying to say that it wasn't good, but you could tell the difference between the two projects. I can tell the yeah, difference. Yeah, indeed, you know. indeed. Um, yeah, it was a, so Lifted was a freshman attempt and then Vulnerable, I don't know, I just kind of wanted to to go in deeper as far as lyricism goes. Right, Because if, okay. you, if you notice in Vulnerable, I'm not, I'm not really singing that much um, in Vulnerable. Um, so I just wanted to go in deeper as far as lyricism goes and just, I was in a place where I, I, I didn't want to get stuff off my chest. I needed to get stuff yes, off my chest. Yeah, <laughs> so, no, I guess you, yeah. so I don't know. I like, um, as I was writing it, I, I liked how it turned out and I liked how it turned out for the first few months, but now I'm like, I think it's trash and I think I can grow as an artist and I'm, I'm excited for that for the next project too. So no, I, I, I completely understand you. Like, yeah. I, I go back, I listen to some of my episodes, I listen to my interviews, my questions. I'm like, that didn't even make any sense. You know? <laughs> <laughs> you're trash, and it's funny because as far, oh, yeah. the thing is, like, you're always your own worst critic, you know? Because yeah. um, all, your, all your fans and whatnot and your friends are like, man, this is such a cool thing you got going on. But I'm like, oh, you like that album? I love that album. <laughs> 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 dude i get it man i feel you i lose sleep over some of these podcasts or the things i say or how i stumble <laughs> over words i'm like oh my god you're so... well here's the thing though yeah. you know i've heard plenty of podcasts and i've heard plenty of people like pretty much not i mean obviously i i don't my analogy for the show is like imagine like there's a a biplane one of those old rickety biplanes that's just flying through the sky right and it's being yeah. held together by duct tape and you know and right. gum and bubble gum right 
And for me to get an episode from start to finish, it feels like that thing was just like creaking and like crying while it was flying through the sky. It felt like right. wings were about to, to fall off, you know, every episode, it feels like that. And then, you know, I, I look back and I think at like, you know, here I am 18 episodes deep, whatever, how many episodes, I don't, you know, I'm still alive. I'm still, I'm still on the air. <laughs> I don't know. Right. You, know, you just, you just, I don't know. You just learn to live with that that other side of that not good side of you, if that makes things that not good enough, try that is out there. You see it, mm-hmm. you have to like acknowledge it and then you just have to move on or else you're not going to move on from it. I don't you know. just, yeah, you just got to grow at the end of the day. You just got to grow. Like, exactly. Not, you know, what you put out before is, uh, it's obvious. I think if, if when I release my next project, mm-hmm. I would not want, uh, vulnerable to be better than like the project that I'm releasing. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's, it's just a part of growth in my eyes. And I think it's, it's a beautiful thing for sure. No, I mean, so I keep growing and keep on keeping on. Zach. I believe in you. No, I believe in you too, man. That's, that's <laughs> all right. So, um, I want to talk about the intro lemon haze. Yep. Okay. Um, you said, this is a quote from you, from the line in, in lemon haze. You said, I've been really quiet now I just be dropping nukes. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, like for me, I feel like you're using obviously some techniques here and you're getting some things off your chest. That's what I feel like these lyrics are trying to like convey to me a yeah. little bit. Right. You know, you've been really quiet. Now you're dropping nukes. Mm-hmm. And, um, I just want to kind of go over something like that. Maybe I'm not sure how listeners interpret hip hop, but you know, I, I feel right. like sometimes these sorts of lyrics like this, sometimes they could use like a little bit of a, you know, um, can you unpack that for us as listeners so we could feel the weight or we could really right. understand a perspective, you know, for me, yeah. for the, for the listeners. Yeah. Got it. Um, I just thought it was a cool bar. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> No, nah, um, it it would go along with just like the the title of the project, vulnerable. Yeah. Um, I think as a person, um, I'm not a, a very vulnerable person. You know, I don't, I don't really. Uh, um, somewhere in the Bible it says that you're supposed to like bear bear burden bear each other's burdens um, yes. with one another, and that's something that I don't do. Like I don't give my burdens to others, um, at all. I kind of just hold my burdens. Um, on my chest and my heart and whatnot, um, and I'm quiet. You know, I'm real quiet about it. But yeah. uh, vulnerable was kind of like the opportunity for me to just get, you know, a little bit off my chest and let people know. Like, um, I don't know. If you've been with me, you know, I'm a, I'm a guy of energy. I'm a guy of jokes. But, yeah. Uh, but everybody has, you know, everybody has things that they struggle with deep down inside and. Yeah, this project was kind of an outlet for that, and that was what that line was referring to. Like, I might be quiet, but now, now I'm gonna drop the nukes on y'all. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you know via music. There you and, go. Uh, if you uh, want to talk about it, four two five three six two seven eight four one. I'm here. <laughs> Hit me up. Hit my line. Um, you know, I, I think that's, a, I think it's incredible because there's a lot of times too where like. Um, I don't know if you if you ever listened to uh, Nick Stockdale's project, Nick Stockdale, Javier Ria, those guys when they did when they did Damn Good Dog as a project. Okay. I don't know if you listened to any of any other project, but um, how long ago did that come? Maybe two, three years ago. I want to say they okay. dropped that project. Um, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna have to get on. I actually haven't heard that, but I'll get on it. 
Yeah. So, um, is really good, really good. Um, uh, the best I could put it is like emo core is like sort of the genre. Um, uh, very, uh, American football style, very Seattle style. Like is I feel like Nick, uh, really wanted to emulate sort of that Seattle vibe in the music. And, uh, I think he did accomplish that. And obviously he touched on some similar, some similar, um, similar topics like you know like sort of this vulnerability uh, and there was a song that he mentioned uh, he talks about the quiet fear of being alive you know and uh it's i think it's a i think it's a cool thing to actually see my friends in their music you know admit that where they are as a human is exactly where other people are as a human you know yeah being vulnerable you know the quiet yeah. fear of being alive kind of thing like it's it's, it's all in like the same the same understanding your reality of understanding like man like i feel like this is a common this is a common feeling and as is like humans like you can relate like i relate with your guys's music projects because of the fact that you choose to be vulnerable and i for me that's awesome you know yeah yeah um so vulnerable has moments of darkness i want to say relieved by like sentimental like sentimental cultural references. I'm not sure if you understood this question, but um, it would be, uh, there was um, several tracks um, that are that you kind of had this weird thing where you would talk about some real life um, consequences and then you would relieve them by a memory that might have been like Ninja Turtles or you may have like, yeah. you know, so somehow you solve the problem in finding a nostalgic safety, if you will, a blanket, if you will. Um, yeah. Can you sort of highlight maybe some of those references or maybe not, I'm not going to say like highlight the references and like, tell us what is going on, but like, um, you know, kind of, I guess unpack that a little bit more. Um, what's, yeah. what's the dynamic there? Because I really enjoyed those pieces. I really enjoyed the, the, the creativity in that, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, if I'm being honest, I wouldn't say that a lot of the like the darkness mixed with like the the lighthearted uh, uh, cultural references and and stuff like that was one hundred percent intentional. I don't know. My writing process is kind of like I don't know. I just uh, I think darkness is a ro- is a wrong word. I'm sorry. I take that. Yeah. Uh, let me just, let me get rid of that heaviness. Well, yeah, heaviness. Yeah. I would say heaviness, <laughs> yeah, not heaviness, darkness. Yeah. That's that's a terrible word. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> Thank you for joining the dark side. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, as I'm writing, I don't know. It's not very intentional. I think it's just uh, my personality coming out in in the way that I write, mm-hmm. uh, and that's like I uh, I like to take serious things, whether it be about the world or about me, and okay. I, I I tend to make them a little more lighthearted, you know? And I'm not, I'm not saying that that's always a good thing because you have to take things seriously. Um, there is a, there is a time for laughter and there's a time to, to get down and get serious. But, um, that's just me as a person. Like if you can't find humor or, or um, yeah. if you can't find a smile or joy in any situation, then that is not a, just a heavy situation. That's a dark situation. Um, right. so yeah, that, that's kind of just like me coming out in my lyrics. I feel like, uh, it wasn't 100% intentional, but the funny thing is, um, the word levity. Yeah. Like, the way that I got my name was was just off of like an Instagram, 
like, hey, guys, vote on my name. I did, like, a March Madness-type bracket. Nice. And uh, <laughs> there was <laughs> this guy from my high school named Anosh. Uh, I don't know if you knew Anosh Kermani. He was in my grade, yeah. So uh, he uh, he suggested the name Levity, and it got it got outvoted by Jorge Los Banos. But I decided to uh, <laughs> I decided to go with the name uh, Levity, and then I just added a J in front of it. But I'm thinking of dropping the J. I'm not sure. You heard it here first. But oh, I'm thinking man. of dropping the J. I'm just know, making man. it Levity. I mean, so. <laughs> All of a sudden, it's just going to come back with just Evity. Watch. (laughs) (laughs) Evity. Evity. But yeah, the definition of levity is like, it's that like kind of making making light of like a serious situation or finding the humor of it. I don't know. I'm not Merriam-Webster, but I I think it's along those lines. And uh, yeah, I think it's funny how that name, even though I didn't intend it, it uh it shows up in a lot of my a lot of my lyrics like a lot of them so yeah but i think this i think that's a cool thing though i mean i mean i think that's obviously i think you know whatever your project your future project is you know however you're gonna you know, move on from whatever um from what vulnerable is i guess as far as progressing as an artist and stuff um man it's just it's like i said it's it's done creatively I mean, there's so many times, so many instances um, that you use that. You sort of, you know, you employ that sort of, like you said, levity. You make light of a, you know, a tough situation. You know, you make yeah. light of that serious situation. And uh, it, I think it adds a lot of character and a lot of depth to to your voice yeah. in the song. Because, I mean, someone can be on, you know, I'm the best, a hundred, like, you know, Let's let's talk about rappers today. They're a hundred percent the best. Nobody's better than me a hundred percent of the time. All hype. That's like their entire song, right? You know. So it's for you to even like put like you know show show this sort of like I guess dynamic in 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 your writing. It to me is impressive, and I really appreciate that. Yeah. So, um, moving on on to the next pre- um next question, um begging you you dropped a bar polluting the earth with the bridges i burn um can you this i guess goes back to like the question before is this another one of these lyrics you know i think you do you do so well you use these metaphors can you sort of unpack that metaphor and like explain you know as an artist why you choose to like or why how you use this sort of you know stylized to express yourself yeah First of all, nobody told me when I was younger how many bridges I'd be burning growing up. <laughs> growing up. Oh, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I just kind of wanted to speak on that in my lyrics. Like, sometimes you burn ridge, you burn, you, everybody burns bridges in life. Yeah. Like, nobody has not burnt a bridge. Um, yeah. And uh, sometimes, like, you have to burn that bridge. Like, it's, it's going to be healthy for you to, um, to kind of distance yourself from a person or an organization just because, like, they're not uh, they're not healthy for your well-being. Um, and uh, and sometimes you you make mistakes. Me, I I make mistakes, and uh, I burn bridges um, because you know of the decisions that I make that aren't healthy for other people's well-being. But yeah. at the end of the day, like, um, I want to love from a distance. You know, if if the bridge is burnt. No, it's all love. I love you from a distance. If the bridge is burnt, but uh, 
but yeah, that was just kind of like, I don't know, that's where I was at. In context, it's got these lessons on repeat. You think I would learn polluting the earth with the bridges I burn. Yeah. So I was just getting that off my chest. Yeah, yeah man. I just like, once again, like your this entire project is filled with these sort of, you know, just stylized metaphors. And it's, to me, it's, man, it's good stuff, man. I'm, I listened, I don't know how many times I listened to it. I probably listened to it at least maybe three or four times all the way through both projects. on that. <laughs> Thanks. Thank you. Um, you know, if, if vulnerable was a letter to a person, who is that person? Who is this letter intended for? If vulnerable was a, was a letter that, that you wanted to give to somebody, who is that person that you want to speak to that's on the other side? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I think it would it would have to be like kind of a three-person thing. One, when I write music, the letter is, is like, it, it, to an extent, it's to me. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm expressing myself. I'm getting a lot of stuff off my chest. And sometimes when I sit down to write, like, I don't know what's going to become, like, like what's going to be, what's going to be on this page by the end of the day. But, you know, it's a letter to me. It's kind of healthy for me to get that stuff off my chest. Um, two, it would be, uh, you know, to the people that are actually involved in my life and that, that, uh, that are supporting this music thing, like, not only am I, am I wanting to showcase like my talents, but I'm wanting to, to showcase who I am more as a person uh, and let them know who I am through yeah. my lyrics. And three, I would just like to think of myself as like, I don't know, I really like the book of Psalms um, just because like it's very human, you know, like the King David he's not saying, oh, God is great in every psalm. Like, God's the best in every psalm. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. he's saying, Lord, like, where are you? Why have you forsaken me? What, why do you have these guys uh, that, that want to murder me? And, um, you know, he, he's in his fields in the psalms. Yeah, you know exactly, I mean? yeah. <laughs> I feel like at the same time, like, sometimes I want to be in my fields um, as a writer because, you know, the, the, this is a voice that's that's going up to God, too, and... Yeah. And yeah, I'm not. I'm not just gonna be. You know, if I'm feeling mad, God knows I'm mad. I'm gonna say I'm mad. Yeah, <laughs> you exactly. know what I mean. Like, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm um, gonna lie about it. You know, and I think I, 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 that's uh, that's good stuff, man. I mean, like you got to think about it. Like you're talking about just being honest with yourself too, a little bit. You know, like just yeah. like who are you trying to kid? You know, like if if putting out a project and you're trying to put your voice out there and pretend, you know, I don't know. It's just a weird, it's a weird thing. I got, you know, I really appreciate the fact that you talked about like, you know, like David and how he's, there's moments in his life where he talks about why have you forsaken me? You know, talking Mm -hmm. about, you know, like man, poor me sort of moments. And and you feel, (laughs) you see that and you, you read that. Um, And I just, I mean, like it's, it's continuing theme that we kind of talk about through this entire, you know, this entire conversation that we've had so far, it's just a human experience. And I think that's like, you talk about vulnerable, it goes back to being vulnerable. And, um, man, it's a little bit different than, than what most rappers would want to be. Right. It's a little bit different direction. Yeah. I think than what most typical hip hop artists or, you know, yeah, a little bit. Yeah. I, I mean, I just personally with my writing process, like, 
I don't know. It's been a long time since I've actually just sat down and like written in a style that wasn't just me expressing myself. Like sometimes I just want to like write and write some cool lyrics, some nice bars, some stuff that's going to be funky fresh. Yeah. Uh, but I, I don't consistently do that. Like most times I need to get stuff off my chest. So that's why I write and that's why I make music. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but yeah. Hey, I know this, this, this is questions a little bit out of pocket, but like, out of, like pocket. <laughs> out of, uh, um, talking about writing, talking about, you know, producing, um, staying fresh as far as like create creative. Do you have any, like, uh, any practical tips that you, you know, probably use to stay creative, to stay fresh, you know, keep your ideas coming, anything like that that you could share with listeners? Okay. This is a tip. This isn't something that I do, but this is a tip. If you're a lyricist or a poet or, or a musician, mm-hmm. try to write every day. Sometimes it's not going to work. I've written, like, I don't know, there's just some days where, like, you try to write and it's and it's not good, but you got to try. It's like a muscle. It's muscle memory. Like, try to write every day and you'll keep getting better and better. That's the only really practical tip that I got. Um, but, yeah, but there's, like I said, there's going to be some of those days where, like, for instance, this past probably month or so, maybe two months, a good two and a half months, I don't know, I just had a lot of stuff kind of going on in and around my life and... I was in a big, big, big creative block. I couldn't. I would try to pick up my phone and write lyrics, and it just wasn't working. So I said, "All right, if I can't write songs, I'm just gonna write some poems." So I would write, you know, a few poems about why I'm mad about not being able to write and mad about a few other things. And uh, yeah, that's just my only advice. Like, try it. If you're wanting to take music seriously, if you're wanting to take, you know, poetry seriously. Um, just try to write every day. You got to try. You're not going to do it, but you got to try. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree, I agree with you because I, I was actually thinking about doing this. I don't know. Tell me what you think about this. I was thinking about doing um, an episode every day in the month of October just to sort Ooh. of, uh, you know, just to sort of like train, like training every day, jump on the mic, solo podcast to train. Yeah. You know, and uh, whatever comes in 15 minutes, it could be like a morning cup of coffee, you know, the morning cup series where on right. the days I don't podcast, I would just, you know, share my thoughts 15 minutes with my cup of coffee and then, you know, post. I'm not sure. Yeah, I think it sounds like a good idea. Why not? I'm yeah. I, I mean, if, if, if it if it flexes that muscle like writing, right, if it yeah. if it helps me sort of perfect my craft, um, I don't know, it could be worth a try. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, Other than that, I don't know. I'm, I don't know a lot of things. There's a lot of stuff in this world to know. I know. I'm tell you about <laughs> I know. Uh, well, here on the Average Fells podcast, you don't have to feel like you need to know everything because we're all we're all average fells, man. We're all average fells. Everybody. Here's the thing, though. I think everybody's just afraid to really say how they feel, and yeah. um, I think on this podcast, like, I think we're coming to the conclusion that everybody feels exactly the same. I think that's mm. what's, what's happening. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um. So, I, I kind of want to talk about tomorrow. Uh, can you tell me uh, if and what is its relation, uh, I guess, to vulnerable, if that makes any yeah. sense to you? I don't know. Tomorrow was fun. Tomorrow was my favorite uh, piece on that project. Mm-hmm. Just because there's a lot of, like, little mini, like, bars in there that people wouldn't notice. But if they really think about it, like, it's really, really good. But uh, I'm going to stop hyping myself up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 
as far as the uh, the relation to vulnerable, a lot of vulnerable, um, a lot of the songs kind of dealt with like the feelings of finality I had in that season of life. Okay, uh, okay, that makes a lot just, of sense. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of changes um, going on. There's a lot of uh, people that were near and dear to me that were like leaving or moving away or uh, that just weren't going to be in my life the same way that they usually would. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't know. I had I had a really hard time coming to grips with like relationships changing, and uh, as far as tomorrow goes, like that spoke upon that and like the finality in there and just like other things that I was kind of struggling with at the time. But out of all the songs in there, that was, that was probably like the, I mean, I spoke on that a a bit, but it was more of like, I really just want to have a little bit of fun with this too and have some nice lyrical showcase in there. So Mm. yeah. Well, that's good stuff. You know, so what I really like about your entire pro, well, your your SoundCloud library, you guys go check it out. Jay Levity on SoundCloud, all right? I go appreciate like it, it, man. Share it, like it. I already shared it a couple times, um, but I'm gonna keep sharing. It. I'm gonna be hyping it all week, um, just because it's you know it's like you're my boy and stuff, and it's just it's really it's actually good. You know, I wouldn't just be yeah. saying that, all right? Like, <laughs> thank you, thank you. Um, I appreciate it. So, in in this in the in these there's you know, the two projects that are on your SoundCloud library, Jay Levity. Um, mm-hmm. I think there's a diverse showcase of a lot of your musical ability. Okay. Cause there are also parts where you're singing yeah, on different little, parts, bit. little bits on different parts. And, um, you know, that's the George that I, that I, you know, worked with, did a lot of singing. We didn't necessarily do any very much hip hop. We did do some promotional hip hop stuff, but we did you know, we never, we never <laughs> oh, yeah. really did it. You know, <laughs> I forgot about those EV free uh, videos. That yeah. we made. I forgot about those. Man, time flies. Yeah, we did a couple of those. We did a couple of those. And, uh, but it was funny is that, uh, we, anyways, just, um, in your project, like I said, you showcase a, a, a wide range of different, you know, skills and abilities. And I think that's really cool. I think as an artist that, that makes you, you know, competitive and attractive to uh, other people to work with. And I'm excited for those, those projects, you know what I'm saying? Like that's, there's a lot of stuff in your toolkit as an artist, like what you can use to, um, to, yeah. I mean, I mean, to offer really, to really, to really show, I think you have a lot, a lot going on with those different those different things, you know, and, and for me, it kept it really fresh listening through the project. You know, it's almost as if you try to put your thumb on it. Like, okay, here's, we're going through these, these three songs sound like they're in the same sort of style. These three songs sound like they're in the same, um, maybe a little, there's some similar techniques that they share, but then this song, all of a sudden you have a huge, like maybe like guitar part in it, soft mm-hmm. acoustic, soft acoustic spot. And, and for me, I was like, you know, that, I really, I actually really enjoyed the, uh, that dichotomy going from like this hip hop sort of just hard bass and snare, you know, hit all of a sudden to just, you just breaking it down and speaking mm-hmm. of that, you, um, you kind of, exp- you kind of get into that in roses, right? Yeah. Uh, it's a little bit different than the rest of the project, but, uh, can you talk about, you know, the intentionality and maybe that difference or if there is an intentional you know difference yeah. for that? Yeah, uh, yeah, that was my uh, least favorite really? <laughs> song on the project. Yeah, the thing is, I really like the concept of that song, um, but 
I had to mix all of my vocals. Like, I don't have a professional mixer right now that, uh-huh. that mixes my vocals. So, I don't know. I just, the way that I mixed it, a lot of stuff got deleted on my computer and the way that I mixed it, it just didn't, the sound of it didn't turn out how I wanted it to turn out. Um, but the concept of it, I still liked. Uh, but yeah, that was just, that, that song's another, um, uh, it was another uh, song just kind of about finality and, you know, not necessarily losing friends, but like friendships changing and, and stuff like that. And yeah. Uh, yeah, something that I wasn't quite comfortable with um, at the time, like I said, and something that I'm I'm still not like completely comfortable with, but I, I'm, I'm learning to, uh, yeah, I'm learning to get comfortable with that. Adjusting to it. Yeah, that's a. I've, it's funny that you say that though, because I always, you know, it just goes to show. Like, here's one thing: like you're talking about, like this is your least favorite song on the project, right? Yeah. And, you know, to me, I think it's probably one of. You know, I couldn't say which song is my favorite. To be honest with you, I think they're all like. I think they're all they're all good. So I couldn't really point. Well, hmm, let me think. I don't know. It could be this song. It could be Roses. It could yeah. be this song. It could be yeah. this song. You know, I, I really liked how it's just different. I really liked how it just sort of, it ends that project with a good, like, just sort of like, there's a, there is a weight to the fair, to a farewell sort of, yeah. uh, um, I guess, feeling that you get from that, from that track. Yeah. And an artist that can connect somebody to that feeling of an artist that can convey the feeling that they felt when they wrote that song or that they're trying to express writing that song I think is an artist that achieves his goal ultimately, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, for you, Jay Levity, what is the future for you as an artist, Jay Levity? What does that look like? Um, what are your hopes and dreams? I, I, you know, when I say, what are your hopes and dreams? I'm just trying to cast a picture out there, you know, like what, what, you know, what's on the horizon for you as far as like, just the future as an artist, man. Like, what do you, you know, what do you want? What do you, what do you, what do you dream of? Yeah. Um, that's a, that's a good question too. I think first and foremost, as an artist and as a person, like, um, my first step is, is taking care of myself, like taking care of myself mentally, um, and physically, of course, just cause, uh, you know, since I left Los Banos the past few years, it, it kind of felt like life has just been kind of beating me up, TBH. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, right now I'm feeling a little burnt out, a little burnt out just as a person, a little burnt out creatively. Um, so, yeah, taking steps to just, like, take care of myself mentally. I'm not exactly sure how that's going to look um, right now at first, but, yeah, I need to take those, take those first steps. And then... Um, I have uh, an album coming out by the end of this year. Hopefully, uh, before this year ends, uh, the album will be done. It's called A Somewhat Joyful Noise. Um, it'll be streaming everywhere. And uh, I'm really, really excited about this album. I think it's going to be like, quote unquote, the beginning of my uh, official music career. Um, yeah, I'm excited about it. I think all of y'all will like it. And. Uh, as far as the future, um, I don't know, dude. Like, there's a lot of things in this life that I know that I'm like good at, and my friends tell me I'm good at. But as far as like believing in myself, it's it's this, it's this music. Like, this is the first time I've actually like 
really, really believed in myself yeah. um, as an artist and, and as a person. So right now it's just, I know that I have a lot, a lot of room to grow in musically and, uh, and personally, but I'm excited for it. I'm excited for that growth. It's daunting. It could be daunting. It could be kind of scary, but I don't know. I just feel like I'm ready for it. Yeah, man. I'm no, ready I... to grow and, uh, yeah. We'll, uh, we'll shoot a, we'll shoot another music video when I'm back in LB. That's oh, for sure. Man, for sure, man. Well, <laughs> You have to come all the way down to Riverside, man. Oh yeah, Riverside. I got married. I got married. That's what happened. Yeah, congratulations. <laughs> Thanks, man. Thank you. Um, yeah, no, it's uh, definitely one of those. Like you said, uh, we'll have to we'll have to definitely reconnect, especially if you you know when, as soon as you put out that that new project, man. Let me know, man. We'd be more than happy to to share it, post it. You know, if you want, to, you want to come back on and hype it up again, man. I'll listen yeah. to it. I will go through it again. Um, we can go through it again. That'd be awesome, man. I really appreciate. Indeed. I really appreciate you, uh, you sharing these things with us. It's, I think. I don't know. I, I think because I'm a shared creative person like you. Like we're both sort of creative, and or we obviously we are creative, or at least I'd like to think I am. Um, I I think that um, you know this this episode maybe be a little different. Might be might be a little bit different than typically how I interview people. I feel like there was a yeah. little more. Um, room for me as an individual to sort of ask you these questions because these are like from a creative person I think I wrestle and I resonate with some of the thoughts that you share through your through your music and so like for me it's like an opportunity to um, I guess to ask questions to fill out sort of like you know what how you're you know where your mind where your you know your soul where your heart was putting these things together um because I feel that goes into an artist's work. You know what I'm saying? Like if an artist is putting something to get like when, I don't know, I guess the average fellas podcast, I guess the best way I can make a, uh, a metaphor or a relation to it is, you know, I look at the people that I have on the show and I look at the questions that I've asked and I, I think it makes up a portion of myself because these are the relationships that I've kept over the years. These are the people yeah. that have been interesting in my life that have we've stayed friends we've kept mutual respect for each other because for some for some reason you know or just you know how relationships are in life man you know like they mm-hmm. just um it just takes certain people that you vibe with that you just you you know it just works out and if i look back at the library of people that i have on the show so far it, it is a snapshot of the people that i think um uh you know that i, I you know, you are the company that you keep kind of thing, you know, does that make sense? You know, so, um, and for me, the artist part of me, you know, wanted to speak with the artist part of you, if that makes any sense, you know? Yeah. I see that. I feel that. And, uh, yeah, I appreciate it too. Just cause like as an artist, I mean, even sometimes just as a human in general, like you get lonely in, in the stuff that you deal with, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, so, uh, yeah, hearing that from you is is just a, a good reminder that we're we're all in this together and we can all be encouraged and loved by each other. So yeah. appreciate it. Yeah, no, no problem, man. Hey, um I think we we kinda talked about a lot. We went through just about every track on on uh on uh, vulnerable so far, so <laughs> um, <laughs> uh I just wanna ask one more question. If you could um if you can go back in time and tell uh, George Lovato, you know, 
who knows how would be 14 15 years old yeah. uh, uh, you could tell that George Lovato words that would inspire him um, to meet or to affect Jay levity today what would those words be mm, that's a great question um, if I were to go back and and uh, and talk to George Lovato I'd, I'd say you know first of all uh, life is a struggle but you have people around you that love you so rely on them and uh, and trust them number two is like I don't know when I was younger I felt a lot of pressure to be a lot of different things you know what I mean mm-hmm. and now that, that I'm older I'm kind of figuring out you know who I am as a person and and my creative kind of like God given talent and uh, I would just say like Spend more time on that. Spend more time on being creative, whether it be, uh, you know, drawing, whether it be writing lyrics, whether it be writing poems. Just like, I mean, this is who I am. I'm a creative person, and I feel like life, uh, sometimes because the way that society's set up, it doesn't allow you to be who you actually are. So I would just say, be you. Be you, boo-boo. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. That's a good one. Hey man, I think that just about wraps it up for today. I think we we hit a lot of we hit a lot of high notes in this in this podcast, yeah. man. Um, yeah, this one was like a this is a good one, man. This is a heavy hitter right here. <laughs> <laughs> it's a heavy hitter. Appreciate oh, you. Yeah, no problem, man. Hey, is there anything that you want to shout out before we sign off? Hit us with your social medias and uh, oh, the shout, the shout outs, the shout out section. Okay, here we go. Let me take a breath. Uh, let me see. Shout out, yeah, my social media. If you guys have not followed yet, at J L E V I T Y M U S I C at J Levity Music. You can find me on Spotify, on YouTube, on SoundCloud. Um, yeah, it's J period Levity L E V I T Y J period Levity. I got a an album coming out soon. I'm excited for it, and yeah. Thank you. Shout out Average Fellows Podcast for having me on here. Uh, shout out Jesus for carrying me through. Hey. Shout out my mom, my dad, all my family. I love y'all and all the. Uh, shout out R103 baby, my roommates, just all uh, all the people that have been that have been good to me in this life. I appreciate y'all, and uh, I believe in each and every one of you, and I won't let you down. Oh man, that's good stuff, man. Hey guys, you heard it here on the Average Fellows Podcast. Thank you guys for listening. Um, Hey, do us a favor uh, and like, subscribe, all those good things, guys. Share us on your Facebook. Oof. Ooh. Oof. You know, I was, uh, we're also so fortunate to uh, have the sneak peek at a. Ooh. A sneak peek? A sneak peek. Y'all didn't know we were, I was going to hit you with this sneak peek. Go ahead now, hit him with it. <laughs> Anyways, thank you guys for listening. That's a sneak peek. Jay Levity, check him out. SoundCloud guys, thank you for listening to Average Child's Podcast. Subscribe, follow, all those good things. We love you guys. Peace and love. Love, peace, and chicken grease.